1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. What's up, guys? It's your boy Aaron, a.k.a. Don. This is episode 9. Today we have a special guest, CEO and founder of VBI, Caleb. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me on. No problem. How's life, man? I know we just jammed a little bit before, but how's life? It's good, dude. It's. I hope to be able to tell you in like a month, two months, mm-hmm. what we've been up to. Like the past few weeks have been absolutely crazy. So if I look like a zombie, it's because I am right now. You've been grinding, <laughs> yo. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, you guys. This is a question just came to my head. Esports awards just happened. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Paper Crowns got the award that you guys were also nominated mm-hmm. in that category yep. for. How's, you know, I, I don't know, if, I think VBI is probably one of the first to be in the scene as heavy as you guys are. Mm-hmm. So how is that now having like even more competition and handling that? It, it's actually good. Yeah. So uh, we think about competitors really positively. Like most people are always yeah. like trying to knock their competitors yeah. and this and that. Like. At the end of the day, like before everyone got involved in this, like the pie was literally this big. Yeah. Now we have all these players in the space. The pie is this big. Yeah. So if anything, we welcome even more competition. And like we're we're in a really weird position or it's a good position to be in because we don't just focus on like custom design stuff. Mm-hmm. We have people that we work with influencers. We have the marketplace. We have like people who um, we had a real estate guy who came to us and has like no idea idea what he's doing to stream uh-huh. but he picked up a pre-made on our marketplace and now he's like he's into it now he's like addicted to uh-huh. streaming the whole process of getting designs and essentially work those folks up like through a funnel of like maybe a custom design is right for you or maybe it's not you yeah. just want to like keep rolling through like different uh designs and on the marketplace so uh, at the end of the day, like more competition is better for us. It's better for the customers, and uh, a huge congrats to Paper Crowns for yeah. taking home that award. No, well deserved. I, I think I've told somebody this earlier. I was like, I think the esports and gamers scene. We have enough gamers. Like we know that. Like there's just a, mm-hmm. a bunch of gamers, right? Like you can still yeah. be, like you said, like you can do retail and still game and stuff like that. But I think what we all need right now more than ever is like graphic designers, editors, web developers, and for stuff sure. like that. Because everybody's now trying to make content, all right? So it's like, okay, who's going to create our, I don't know, yeah, create the vision of that creator's content and stuff like that, and it's you guys, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We're like, like you and me, we are the lucky ones right now throughout like this pandemic and everything else. Like a lot of people aren't that lucky and fortunate. So uh, all the creatives and everyone in gaming got to be feeling blessed right now. Yeah. I know you said you guys have something happening in two months. I don't know if you want to drop it on the podcast or anything. You know, I can't. I you wish can? I could. I can't. I can't. I can't. But I promise you, when it does drop, it's gonna mm-hmm. be huge. Um, it's it's like the biggest thing that we've ever done. So this excited. is something we've been pretty hush hush about it for a while, and I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Listen, that's <laughs> enough to get me too excited for like I don't know why it's that with me, but like my mom said she had a surprise for me yesterday. And it was just eggnog, but I was just excited. I'm like, okay, what is it? It's like, my mind is like now I'm trying to go through it. Like, what is she's going to give me? Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, me, you are very, you know, lucky and, and privileged to have this opportunity mm-hmm. of what we're doing now. How has 2020 affected you as a CEO trying to navigate, you know, employee employees through a year like, you know, this one? 
mental health, man. Um, mm-hmm. Like prior to the pandemic, mm-hmm. that that doesn't really affect us. Like we've always been 100% remote. Mm-hmm. So like while there's a lot of agencies or like companies that are like, oh shit, now I have to be like working from home 100%, we've been doing that. So that part, there was no change there. Yes. But when you get people that are staying inside of their house, staying at their desk, like hours and hours and hours on end Mm -hmm. there's a little part of you that starts to go stir crazy you have to like in my shoes you have to start worrying about like people's well-being it's like you need to step away from work you need to go like chill with your family you need to go play games or do whatever else because i can tell that like you're it's affecting your work essentially and like you don't want people to just be like work 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 you know all day long you want them to have that work-life balance um so that's been probably the biggest change for me throughout this pandemic is like you've got to like take some time at the end of the day to focus on number one yeah and sometimes you know it's a good problem to have but we get so caught up in our mission of like trying to do right by our clients and come yeah. up with these awesome ideas that we forget to take care of ourselves yeah no 100 i can fall victim to that like i feel like i'm, I'm telling everybody this too i am plankton like you know when you're younger you're like why does plankton date a robot and now that i'm at where i'm at it's like <laughs> I understand that. It's like I have two monitors. I'm da- like, even when I'm not working, my face is still in front of a monitor. A monitor right. I'm watching right. something or playing video games or something like that. But how do you handle your your bonus? You know? Not well, to be honest. Like, <laughs> it, it's like honesty is key, though, right? Like awareness yeah. of you not being like doing that is the step one, I guess. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like last night, for example, mm-hmm. uh, I had a crazy, crazy busy day last night. Uh, and all day and I think I did like a 14 15 hour day and at the end of that I just wanted to like stop unplug and chill mm-hmm. like I'm all about zombies right now on Cold War um, I grinded for my first gold camo on there Yo. I don't Yo. have any time so for me to get a gold camo that was a huge deal um, but at the end of the day I just wanted to chill and play that and I'm like wait a minute I've just been sitting here for 14 15 hours in this chair mm-hmm. working I damn sure don't want to sit here and look at screens again, you know, for the next two hours, whatever else. Plus, I'm tired. But when I go to bed, like, you can't, I can't turn it off. Like, I'm still sitting there on my phone. I'm still trying to, like, catch up with stuff. So it's a blessing and a curse, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, you just, as soon as you said that, I was like, damn, that's me. Because really, it's like, all right, you have the PC station, but then I have the MacBook. And when I'm in the bed, it's me, my phone, and the MacBook. Streamer, Twitter. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm like, I'm staying up, and, and the guys, I'm in a meeting. They're like, why did you post at 5 p.m.? Like, I, cause I, I'm, I'm like, I'm just consuming all this content, and right. I'm like, yo, I need to put this up first because it's gonna be hot. I don't want anybody to post it. And they're like, yo, you stayed up? Did you wake up at five or did you like? I'm like, nah, I, I haven't even gotten no sleep yet. And I think it's super dangerous for me. Is like, I think working over one o'clock is me working hard when it's like, no, you like. Mm-hmm you're trapped and you need to go to sleep right. and stuff like that and so it's really well it's not really safe i guess so yeah no, I get it, that. it's the reality of what we live in right now yeah no. and, and like you said awareness is key and there's times like like this weekend promise you i'm gonna unplug i'm, gonna, right. I'm headed headed to go bo- grab a bottle of bourbon tonight Ooh. i'm gonna unplug i'm ready That's but right. uh during the week man 
uh, it's a lot. Because like you said, if it's not your phone, it's not your workstation here, yeah. it's the Switch, it's, you know, playing mobile games, I don't know, it's something. No, 100%. And, I don't know, it's the, the day we live in, I guess. No, it's getting a little nutty here, though. Future of esports mm -hmm. and gaming, we already know it's going to be the next big thing, or it is the next big thing. But how do you feel about, you know, I say this a lot, I feel like digital designers, editors are like the fashion, yeah, the fashion designers of the digital world. And stuff mm -hmm. like that you know when i go to the meetings and sales meeting they're like yeah then like this is going to happen instantly and i'm like well digital world doesn't work as fast it doesn't work as slow as real life mm -hmm. like things can become doubled or tripled way faster in the digital world than you know real life so right. what do you see coming in the future of like this esports and gaming or just digital world as a whole people are laughing right now at this vtuber thing oh yeah uh, that that's next, honestly, for for our field. Um, you have people like uh, Corpse Husband. We don't even know what this guy looks like. Yeah, I know. Amazing voice. Yeah. And we're like in this new age of like faceless YouTubers, faceless gamers, and they're yeah. killing it. Yeah. And so by having like the creatives behind all this, this, in my opinion, is the next big thing. No, hundred percent. And I think that, um, you know, we, VBI personally, like, we do not work with Dr. Disrespect. However, like, when Dr. Disrespect does something new on his stream, our business blows up that day. Oh. Absolutely blows up. Wait, VBI is behind that? No, we are not behind All Dr. Right. Disrespect. Okay. But when he does something new, uh -huh. we feel the positive. Ah, because, okay, okay. Because you, you're, like, the lead in charge and that. Right. Okay, I got you, 100%. Right, we get you expose like a whole new group of customers who are watching his stream it's like i want to stream i want to be as badass as him and like yeah. you know have all these 3d scenes and whatnot yeah. but then obviously like dr disrespect has a team of three or four people in-house that are creatives like on his payroll so who else are you going to go to you're going to go to vbi you're going to go you yeah. know so other competitors in the space and like i said we we're always checking out his stream. Like we know when he does something new that we're gonna feel the effects of that in a good way. Fire. I think this is a real serious question that I thought I'm about to ask. One day I tweeted out on you know one thousand PM's account, is Apple a dead brand? And when you first look at that question, you're like, like do they even know what Apple is kind of? But the reason that question was asked is because Apple is leading, right? As far as like just innovation and just, you know, when they did the, the showing for the new iPhones and stuff, like that was amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But the yeah. thing is, what a lot of people say is with the new iPhones, there's not that much change or whatever the case may be. And I think it's because when you're leading, there's nothing that challenges you to progress at a faster rate. As if you're like, the reason I bet on underdogs is because they have something to fight for. They're hungry, mm -hmm. like this. Right. So what keeps you guys, I don't know, inspired or motivated to innovate your craft and stuff like that? For us, it's like design is still, the barrier's too high mm -hmm. for people that don't know what they're doing with design. We think it's too high. <clears throat> and what I mean by that is, you go to our website, you still have to know how to use Photoshop in order to be able to like go change the text on certain things. Gotcha. So why should I expect you to have Photoshop knowledge or basic, you know, design knowledge to do this sort of thing when just like an Apple product, you should be able to buy it, turn it on and use it. Simple as that. And so that's like when we think about like what wakes us up in the morning, what what drives us is to continue to make that process even easier. Mm -hmm. Like um, you talk about Apple product, Google products, whatever, 
there's a physical experience associated with opening one of their products, right? Yeah. Like it's the material, it's the shine on it, it's the, the pamphlet, whatever, you know, it comes with. With digital products, how many times can you say that there's an experience associated with that? Yeah. And I think that like Riot Games, they do it really well. Obviously there's some really good game developers that do it, but we want to be able to like open up our app essentially I remember who you are, Aaron. I know like your brand colors, your logo and all that. And so when you pick a new design, we already got you. We're moving forward and like, it's just super, super easy to put that on your channel. So like, that's the kind of stuff that like really gets us going. Um, and we're making really good progress towards it. No, that, that just got me going. Like, that's just like, that, and that matters. Like the small details like that matter. Remembering the guy that you just worked with, even though if it was five months ago, still having a database of like what he likes and his vision and stuff mm -hmm. like that, takes I think a yep. brand and just a person a long way and stuff like that. Yep. Uh, but how did this get started, Caleb? Like, I don't know how old you are, how old you are, but I'm, I'm not, we're just gonna keep it twenty three. We don't need to know. The public doesn't need to know. <laughs> oh, we're God, gonna keep it twenty three. Twenty three, okay? <laughs> Caleb, and you have BBI. How did this get started? Like, was it supposed to be as big as it is now? No. Like, no. No. It wasn't, this man. This was, uh, honestly, I was around that age when I started it. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like beer money on the weekend. Wow. So, um, like, I've always designed and stuff since I was like 12 years old. Always had Photoshop, always kind of knew what I was doing there. Um, but then, like, as I was working a full-time job in cybersecurity, I was out there on the East Coast. Wow. And um, I would come home from work every day. I'd watch Twitch and like you're watching all these people stream and the designs that they use were atrocious. And like, we're not talking about like your, your streamer with one or two views. We're talking about people with thousands and thousands of views. Mm -hmm. And here they are getting all this sponsor money. They're getting these brand deals and all this, but their designs are just, just straight up trash. And so I got to thinking like, who else is doing it in this space? Like yeah. if I'm a streamer today and let's say I, I use my money for my day job to drop some coin on a new design, who do I go to? And I started looking around, I'm like, there really isn't nobody. Like, why don't I start doing this? So I would start selling like overlays on the side, like a dollar, $2. <clears throat> and then it essentially financed like beer on the weekend for me. And we started to see like really really quickly that hey like i couldn't keep up with the demand mm -hmm. even doing like those you know dollar two dollar overlays or taking on custom projects i couldn't keep now, up with it now why would you charge a dollar and two dollars because i didn't have an audience gotcha no one knew me gotcha. um like uh, and then to be honest at the time i wasn't that good gotcha <laughs> and so like continuously getting better at your mm -hmm. craft you know and you can't come out of the gate swinging and say hey pay me a hundred bucks for this crappy overlay you know yeah. for this design so uh over time obviously got better and we just started i started hiring people to help me out with the caseload essentially and we couldn't even keep up with that so we started increasing prices then and we're like surely this will like filter out people kind of get people to calm down mm. allow us to manage what we have on our plate and that didn't work either uh, so it's like no matter how much we raised our prices the demand continued to roll in and roll, That's in, crazy. roll in and so i mean fast forward um, i went from the east coast to the west coast i worked out at nike world headquarters 
and it got to the point where I could not stop thinking about VBI mm-hmm. like during the day. Now, was that the name initially? Because I do know. You know I've, I've been is, trying to yeah. start up a million brands, right? And But the name is never where it's like, you get the starting name just for now. But that was the first yeah. name? That was the first name. Crazy. And so my screen name, where that all started from, my screen name has always been Impulse. And so I'm thinking about like, back in the day, people were doing like designs by Dave or, you know, whatever else. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I was trying to think of something clever and how, uh, you know, when you initialize those, you know, VBI. And it was funny, there was almost like a FBI meme that came out of VBI at one point uh, when like someone wasn't using VBI, we'd be yeah. like, we get on social media and be like, Breeze, this is the BBI, what are you doing? And looking back, it's a super lame joke, but... But hey, um, memes help. So that was they do, you guys. They do, they do. I literally have a book back here from MIT of like memes and digital culture. Like you can seriously grow your brand from memes. I gotta get that book. Uh, I just gotta... I don't have it right here. But Power is a book I've been seeing a lot of people posting mm-hmm. their stuff, and I've been reading it a little bit. Sheesh. But, uh... Yeah, I'll have to add that to my list, too. Um, but yeah, man, that that's kind of like the early days, and uh, the rest is really history. And ultimately, and it was like 2019. That's when I was like living like a broke college kid. Um, I mean, I was making good money at Nike, but I was putting all of that money into savings. I wasn't touching any of it. Yeah. I was like preparing for this, this journey because wasn't at the point where I was paying myself anything, you know, for VBI. Yeah. I was putting all that money back into the team, back into like buying new tools, upgrading our website, that sort of thing. And so took the leap of faith there and the rest is history, man. And here we are about to announce the biggest damn thing. I was about to, uh, uh, <laughs> bro, I'm about to ask like, cause I feel like you said 2019, you know, you're still living like a college working mm-hmm. or something like that, right? It's like, would you say, like, this is still just the beginning for you and the brand? Yeah. Yeah? Like, there's so many days, I feel like I say this all the time, but there's so many days, especially when I was out at Nike, Mm -hmm. when you do, like, a 8 to 10-hour day at work, and you come home, and then you deal with running a business as well, staying up till, like, 2, 3 a.m., you know, some nights. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so many days where you have like a customer issue or a team issue or whatever else. You're like, man, I'm just gonna stop doing this. Like I got a pretty cushy job over here. Why would I keep stressing myself out, working these long hours? And so when I would have those thoughts, I'd just straight up go to bed. Like, you know what? Start <laughs> That's clean when you slate. go to bed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you start clean slate next day. Um, don't think about it because otherwise you're going to make a rash decision. Yeah. And dude, I can't tell you probably like 50 times. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Based on what just happened, I'm done. I'm walking away from this. No. Uh, but then you sleep on it and you're like, nah, yesterday, I'm better than that person yesterday. Yeah. Bro, this is actually, and I appreciate this because. You know, I, I've talked to Apaza, who's the editor for Booger. I've talked to mm-hmm. the team that does a lot of content for, you know, Aiden and stuff like that. And they all, you know, mm-hmm. it's upscale, emotional. And I feel like there's a, a lot of youngsters starting these social media mm-hmm. management brands and stuff like that. And I was like, yo, this is super dope to see. But it's also like, you know, I hope the mindset that you kind of had is still there with them or and it goes to them just because it can be a dirty road when you're like just starting something and nobody else understands mm-hmm. what you're trying to do and stuff like that. Yeah. And so the support may be not be from everybody, and it's only coming from you and yourself. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like I don't know. But yeah, people want 
people want like instant satisfaction yeah. like i started this thing and here it is like three months later why isn't it successful yeah it took me four years to be successful i mean some people hit it off way earlier some people take way longer like everyone has their own journey and so that's kind of what i try to teach to people that are like just getting into this like it's not gonna be right away you do need patience and when things aren't going your way you just need to chill because that happens every single day like you got to develop like that persistence and I think that's like the biggest trait to have in this. That's true. I'm, hey, you preach it to me too when you're saying this stuff. Cause I literally get mad at myself when I'm not making like 10 pieces of like TikToks a day. Like literally I tell myself mm-hmm. when I wake up, I'm like, I'm gonna make 10 TikToks today. Never make 10 TikToks. And it's either because I make the TikTok and I, all right, let's go, something in the, in the esports and gaming world comes out. Okay, let's go ahead and this on Twitter, Instagram, let's make sure that stuff comes out. But then it's like, you know, let's flip the perspective. You got something done today. That's. Mm-hmm. The purpose of you trying to get 10 things done was just to get something done. And so, like, if right. you didn't reach that goal, at least you got something done. Um, mm-hmm. But what you been playing? Yep. What, what games you been playing? I know you said Zombies, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're ready. You're going to laugh at the next thing I'm going to say. What? Clash like, Royale. No, I'm not, bro. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I am not. Hold up. You think? Uh, I am so obsessed uh, with Clash Royale. I got Clash Royale. I love this game. They have an esports for us too. I don't feel like people are paying attention to it, but like, bro, mm-hmm. this game is when so my good. Beyonce, when she hears that sound of Clash Royale starting up, I can literally hear like her blood boiling mm-hmm. because she knows that like that's my game. Like I'm in bed or like out and about. If I get five minutes, I'm playing Clash Royale. Yeah. What's your numbers? What's your ranking? This. I think I'm twelve. Level twelve. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I play, but I really don't pay attention to like ranking things. But I do know like I'm I'm nice. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. Nice. We're gonna have to play some time. Yeah, for real. That's crazy you said that. But yeah, like I don't I don't have a lot of time to play games to be honest, and so that's why I was telling you like uh, last night, you just want to unplug sometimes and just like play zombies, do something mindless, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't get that chance often. So we have a game night within the VBI team. Uh, I think it's like every two weeks on a Tuesday night or Wednesday night, we'll get together. Just don't talk about work, chill as a team. And was that the purpose of this? Is like, just make sure that, it's just something to make sure that everybody's not doing work and it's just- Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Build that camaraderie with the team, unplug from work, um, and then like allow someone to flex their crazy skills and whatever game we're playing. It's, it's crazy you said that. I kind of want to start a rec league by 1 7 p.m. Like, you know. That would be really cool. By, you know, uh, the, the brands like you guys, but also like the CDL team. Not just, you know, mm-hmm. teams, but the social teams. Behind yeah, the people behind teams. the curtain. Yeah, and just like do yeah. something like that. Like, let, let's see let's see who's like really those gamers in the scene right now, you know? But uh, That's my next bet. Yeah. We're going to find the next eSport pro based off of something like that. Based on like a rec league, yeah, you're gonna find somebody that's gonna emerge, and the right person's gonna be watching, right person with connections, yeah. they're gonna make it, and that's the really cool part about it. No, 100%. Because I feel it's like... not gonna be me though, no, I suck at video games. No. <laughs> and listen, I think that's important. That is something cool to hear you say, just because you know, I have somebody and they're very dope at designing and stuff like that, right? I'm like, yo, but make content around that. I'm like, mm-hmm. you can, this is my whole thing around content and stuff like that. 
just because you're known for one thing doesn't mean you can mingle in others. Like, right. like I make TikToks written. I did it purposely. I rate controllers. I rate setups. And that was just to get me in the door of having authority to talk about everything else in esports and gaming. Right. 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 And so for this designer, like they they want to be a content creator for like just gaming and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, do this, and then you can be in in, in that realm. Oh. And it's just the fact that I think they're a great designer. Like, bro, you're super good at this thing. Yeah, I don't know if you're super good at this thing, but um, mm-hmm. it's just super cool to hear you. I feel like you have a lot of awareness. That's all. Like, yeah, yeah, that's very key. Awareness is key, man. Yeah. Like, uh, it's funny. I'll get pressure from my own team to like go on our Twitch channel, and like at the end of the day, like I'm a terrible streamer. Um, I'm either like way too absorbed in chat or like if I'm trying to game something, no one wants to watch me be terrible at games. I definitely don't have like the crazy streamer outgoing personality that, you know, a lot of people are successful with. So if I ever stream, it's like once a quarter or something like that. It's always super rare. And then like it takes all the energy I have to be able to do something like that. I know you know because it's not me. But do you have a PlayStation or Xbox? What yeah, team? I got a PlayStation. Five? <laughs> I wish. I actually had a dream about <laughs> buying two PlayStation 5s last night. Jeez, why? I don't know. I think I was going to sell one of them. <laughs> I don't know. I was about to say, I mean, you're going to be paying like a good 2000 to get both of them. They... Uh-huh. What do you think about that? Right? Like, a lot of people think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. that It's a good thing, yeah. They're flipping for that. It's a... Uh, it's the new Supreme of, yeah. like, what we're doing. Yeah. Between consoles between elgato products yeah. between like the pokemon cards right now it's like the new supreme of, of gaming okay you ready for this you can, oh no no hold up all right so oh so my right god this is from now i'm really showing my age though this is from 1999 Jeez. and i have like all of these I have like the uh, Japanese ones in here oh as well. Oh my. That are all holographic and I've got some first editions. Yo, are you getting any graded? Are we connecting? No, You're just was, a collector. I need to get these graded. Bro. I have no idea what I'm sitting on right here. And I was going through because it's been so long since I touched these. Um, I'm like, how much is a first edition worth? And I was going through and uh, my dad, when I was a kid, used to work at a printing press mm-hmm. and so he would get access to like all the really cool rare stuff and so my dad would be like yoink and he'd bring it home for me as a pokemon card that was super rare or whatever and so i've got all this stuff sitting back here Listen, you I got a bigger collection than i do i just got you know i just got the normies i'm just i'm not saying all that and this is just these are the packs i get from like walmart nothing special special mm-hmm. uh, but i do have like the ones i really care about graded yeah i just don't i don't want to send that whole thing in to get no. graded yeah no it takes a while doesn't it cost like ten to fifty dollars per card or something like I think that? Something like that, yeah. I got you though. I can I can get you in with somebody. I know. I'm gonna have to cut this up the vod because we can't have we can't know everybody. Everybody can't know we got the, the source. Right, right. But I got you. Um, yeah, that'd be awesome. I know that's something that like just that's like when Gary started talking about it. I was on a team as much then, a joint, mm-hmm. and then like it's something I really love just working with these guys. Like they they actually like we're nerds. I ain't gonna hold you. We're, we're like mm-hmm. nerds. I'm not gonna care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Like, really, Tyler, bro, that man got so many cards, it's kind of crazy. I'm talking, like, just Mbappe cards, soccer cards, to, like, Pokemon cards and stuff like that, but that's cool. 
Yeah, I've heard that he's crazy with it. Like yeah. he he's super in depth. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You gotta watch the, the. I don't. I'm not even going. No, I don't want to self-report, but you gotta you gotta watch the the, the what's it called card pod something like that they do. It's a mm-hmm. lot of informative information. Like I'm not as deep as those guys are, but like when I want to, I definitely like read an article too or watch a video, and it gives me everything mm-hmm. I need to know. Um, yeah, I need to catch up on that stuff. Like the the VMAX, Charizard. I don't even. It's it's all changing so fast. Like, yeah. like you said, I'm still old school with those. Those are literally from '99. I haven't 100%. bought a single one since. But I knew like back in the day, I was huge into it. Fire. Now this is the last question. Uh, by the way, I'm 19. How old are you? 29. 29. Yo, we 29. OG. OG. Listen, 29. Yo, 29 is young still. Like when you hit the 30s, 30 is still young. Somebody might hate me, but I have to say it. You only get old when you hit the 40s. That's when you're like... You only get old here. That too. (laughs) That's true. That's true. I'm about to say, because you see Mike Tyson fighting in the arena the other day. Like, geez. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. If we're going to be honest, that's my... And I feel so, like, sad. Because it's like... I've always watched it over YouTube and stuff like that. But it was still Mm -hmm. cool to see, like, this one being a live event and me still having to watch over the screen. But imagine if that was, like, you know, current Corona was all solved and whatever the case may be, and I could be able to go to this and Being in Vegas. Yes, like, yo. We should talk about that event. I think that's the future, too, by the way. Of events. Like the digital events? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Um, I did watch the whole because uh, it was the same same series or the same match, right? Or yeah, the same but, uh, night with uh, uh, Paul, Jake yeah. Paul, and uh, Nate Robinson. Mm-hmm. You watched uh, that? I watched I watched that part of it. Um, that as a basketball fan, like that sucks to see. Yeah. Um, and like you hate how like a meme is born out of that, and yeah. uh, in fact, like the first meme I saw out of it. You remember the video when um i think it was a was it an all nba all-star game or something where they had a woman singing the national anthem and she was like being super super extra about it mm-hmm. and lebron and all the guys are just like just like cracking up laughing that was the first meme i saw after that that knockout match no. with nate robinson of how the nba is reacting to hearing about this whole thing with Nate Robinson and how he's representing the NBA. Like, man, I remember when Nate Robinson was on the Bulls. He's like, I've seen him in person play. He's like this short little yeah, dude that is dominate. just full of energy. Yeah. That, he would just run like this up and down the court. Yeah. And to hear him like go down like that, and that might be like the last thing we remember about him and, you know, this era, it, it sucks to see. But yeah. I think, um, I think it brings a lot of people into the sport, though. Yeah. Um, like Jake Paul's fans, and that dude is serious right now. Right? My man called out Conor McGregor. I was like, hold on, brother. You got to calm down, man. Conor McGregor. And supposedly, supposedly that's going to happen, or like they're in talks. Oh, man. <sighs> and so that's going to be a funny, funny fight. Like yeah. just seeing those two come together and then like thinking about the money that's involved in that. Yeah. And um, I think this is good for Triller. Because I yeah. feel like Triller, well, I don't feel like Triller's purpose is this, but I think a lot of people just think that, you know, Triller is the competition, is right. TikTok. I think what Creepy could do is, is like they can become what Creepy wasn't. And as far as like, mm-hmm. I feel like influencers are the new celebrities, at least for the digital world they are, right? I feel like yeah. Charlie DeMillo has a million likes on Instagram, every single Instagram yeah. post, right? 
and we don't see celebrities do that on a daily and they got way more followers than her and so I just feel like mm-hmm. Trailer should do something with that like become what Kubi couldn't be and do the move of like okay we're gonna buy you influencers do another fight yeah. like that but make sure the fight is actually on the app this time also because I feel like right. that could have been something right. I don't know but um, it is the future though um, who was it it was Charlie's manager it's our manager now but wasn't he at um some huge talent agency he was like leading a huge function at a a major talent agency and stopped managing and stopped his job that he had there and went directly with her wow like can you imagine like you have this prominent job at like Mm -hmm. one of the top talent agencies in the world and yet you choose to go manage one person and one person only. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, like David Dobrik too. Yeah. I think he had something similar happen. <sighs> and like that's the future. Yeah. No, hundred percent. It's kind of weird. Imagine being ratio about somebody that nobody knows their face. Right. Like imagine right. like corpses but like ratio. And nobody knows what this mm-hmm. guy looks like, but you're about to get ratioed by him. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's like next level. <laughs> but uh, last question. Five years from now. I'm gonna stop asking, you know, I'll just ask this on the last part, but I like this question a lot. Just because I feel like a lot of people right now, I see that, I, I don't like it, but the copy paste of like, I'm gonna delete this on December 31st of 2021, blah, 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 blah. I don't like that mm-hmm. at all. This is what I'm gonna do though. Next five years, VBI and yourself included, where do you see you in that brand as far as, I don't know, accomplishments, goals, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, on the VBI end of things, yeah. I see us more in like the technology space. Gotcha. Like we, the cool thing about us has always been like we marry up like design and technology together. Oh, you and guys so do yes. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna continue down that path, and that's gonna continue to be what sets us apart. Um, I think about having like our own platform that manages design and doing some really cool things with machine learning um, where like it doesn't even require any sort of input from a streamer to make something pop up and happen on stream it's just like always based off of like in-game events Uh, I think that that's something you can expect out of us in like the next five years Um, and like more technology Uh, for me personally um, I'm right now uh, I'm finally focused on like building out my financial future uh and and thinking about me a little bit gotcha uh, more so than ever yeah. um it's you know i've been doing this for five years now um got a lot of great opportunities in front of me so uh it's time to take care of me and make sure that you know i'm working on my family uh, we're building a house right now Jeez, that should be done congrats. in the next three or four months thank you man Wow. Uh, so I have things like that. And then ultimately, um, and I kind of do this right now, but I want to do this on a larger scale, is helping these newer designers who are getting into the space mm-hmm. who are just like so ready to, you know, hit up whatever celebrity and be like, hey, I'll work for free for you. I'll do this. I'll do that. And along that process, they're like throwing all their rights away, yeah. throwing their future away because like, it's essentially attorneys that are, are making them sign things that they don't really have as much of a financial future because of that, wow. or they don't have the know-how to do certain things. So I want to continue to help inspire and lead the new generation of these like gig economy entrepreneurs. Um, because like, I mean, we've been talking a little bit about the future. That's what it is. Like yeah. you think about these companies and 
VBI who will offer opportunities to designers to just like go out there and do what they're passionate about and give them like the permissionless freedom to just go kill it as long as like they've established like their their basic company structure or they have an LOC as a designer, whatever the case may be. Like we gotta help young creators be better about that. And so that's what you can expect out of me personally for the next five years as well. Fire. I'm glad to hear that because of like, you know, high school and college but I get heavy into the esports scene. And now we have even more gamers and I feel like if there's one thing I should not I should but one thing I wanna see people start doing more that are like professional gamers do more is like just make content. Like mm-hmm. hire somebody to do like whatever, whatever, but right. get content out there. Just because I feel like, you know, for example, Andre Thieves do a perfect job of this. As far as like when they sign somebody, that person is getting a lot of exposure. Um, right. But right. I feel like for brands that aren't, aren't big as Andre Thieves, the best thing you can do to get signed maybe is to get exposure. Make sure you're putting content out there to where now you're leveraging. Like you have leverage on your side at least. Uh, but that's yeah. Like, crazy man yeah, yeah. They, they're absolutely crushing it and it takes a village to do what they're doing over there we have huge respect for yeah. that that production team over there no 100 they're, they're monsters across the board i'm kind of scared 2021 i'm gonna say in this podcast right here 2021 orgs that i think will dominate 2021 is Thieves, nrg and envy mm-hmm. even though those are na teams i'm not gonna get to the other teams na because i'm in na those are the teams I'm pitting chips on. Just because, I don't know. You, you guys say Keep an eye out for uh, Exit. Ex- oh, Exit too. Yes, no, 100% Exit. Exit's up next. They're yeah. crushing it right now. Yeah. They just signed, what, Jerry FPS too? Jeez. I think so, yeah. They've been on a roll. Yeah. And I'm glad to see something new as far as like what their anger is with the whole thing. I mm-hmm. love that a lot. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of these brands might get caught up at. Like, I feel like if you don't fix it now, it's gonna it's gonna bite you in the in the end a little bit. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. But for sure, I thank you for being on. Like, yeah, thank you, man. Always wanted to, to link up and uh, be on the pod, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm sure. actually excited. I actually I've been like I've been fans of UBI. I've never like really knew who was behind it. It's like now to be able to talk to you and see who it is. It's like yeah, it's so funny and to see that you play Clash no, 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I see those guys. Yeah, they make videos on the Twitter account. I'm like, yo, this is like a cool mm-hmm. team. Like, it feels it feels like family and fun behind the scenes mm-hmm. there. I don't know. Yeah, but... absolutely. It is a family. Yeah. So we always, uh, we always joke around. Like, we bleed green over there. So that's listen, my family. Listen, guys, I wasn't able to get the, the leak on VBI's announcement in one of the <laughs> But it's going to be big. Uh, do you have anything you want to say? Where can they follow you at and stuff like that? Uh, my Twitter is Ask Caleb Lee, um, and then VBI is at VBI, right. and then of course you know the website and all that good stuff. So, all right, guys, this is episode eight. I always forget what episode this is, but I think this is episode eight. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, leave a comment, go follow Caleb, and go follow VBI and the team behind there. Uh, appreciate you guys. And peace. This. Is 1.37 p.m. Own your future. Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.